Well, no, so, I'm also being a real pain in the ass right now and uploading something. Oh, well, that's probably what it is. So uh, I should just cancel it, right? Even though it's been going on forever. Yeah. yeah. We're talking about your career? Yeah, cancel it. Oh. Cancel that. Uh, Darling, I want my gay rights now. To the Gay Power Half Hour, the only gay podcast on the internet that had the prescience to take all of September off. With Casey Lai and Hi, I'm Tony Soto, and we are back. Casey, let me ask you: Did you like the month off? Like, were you a fan of the month off? Yeah. Um. It's been a pretty busy month for me. Um, and how about this? It's been a hectic month for me. Um, and the month off, well, I moved in with my brother and his family to help take care of him because he's broken. And his wife is uh, super pregnant. And that's not helpful. So my brother had his hip replaced, um, which took him out of commission. And his wife is over seven months pregnant, and so she's no use. And the <laughs> three-year-old, my three-year-old niece, can't do laundry for shit. She don't even know how to fucking hold a rake or a broom. She can't throw out trash. She just fucking is cute and uses her magnet tiles to build cages for her stuffed animals. And I'm worried about that. <laughs> so... Um, I've been here helping, but as a result of that, I don't really have the time. I'm not necessarily built to be a straight person. <laughs> well, it's, it's funny because it's funny you and I were talking about this, I think, randomly over the break. We were texting and you were like, uh, you had a moment where you're like, oh, no, I totally got this, man. I can totally juggle a decrepit old dog and a 15-year-old oh, dog and, you know, and my broken hipless brother and then something happened and it all fell apart within a second right well it was a couple of things so one i was doing fine i was perfectly happy and i'm gonna say it was i was a weekend and i was like i'm helping out my family i've spent a long time of my life worrying whether i've been useful to anyone anywhere ever and um when i am clearly being useful i'm like oh i feel good about this i'm helping i love uh, being a part of all of this. I love my family. I love my brother. I love his wife. I love their kid. Um, but right now, none of them are fucking fun, you know, because they're all fucking <laughs> invalids. And um, so it's like, oh, you want to go to the beach or something? No, you can't. Oh, because you're fucking. But then, so the dog is 15. He has to pee every four hours, basically, even in oh, the middle of the night. I can so, relate, girl. Yeah, you're an old dog. <laughs> you're, a bitch. you're a female dog because you're a bitch. Um, and, uh, but, but so I've been, you know, doing all these things, running all these errands. Um, there, what, what, the first day that my brother could like get out of the house, he went to a farmer's market with his wife and the kid. And so I'm home and then the dog pissed on the rug. And this ain't no little dog. This is like, um, a, you know, 60 pound dog. So he's got 
I don't know, two to four gallons of piss inside him at all times. <laughs> so he just like <laughs> unleashes on the couch. And they're at a farmer's market and I'm like scrubbing and steam cleaning piss out of the carpet. And I was like, am I Cinderella? <laughs> and not in the kissing princes kind of way, in the scrubbing shit for my family kind of way. But anyway, I'm useful, I'm helpful. And everything was fine. And then RBG died and I was like, oh, motherfucking shit. You know what? I got that news uh, like 23 seconds into the NPR post on Twitter. Yeah. So, and I was uh, sitting on the floor next to my good Judy Shekoulet, uh, and I told her immediately. And she was like, bitch, you couldn't just let me find that organically. You had to go and fuck up. Because the thing is, it fucked up my existence immediately. Like, the moment I read it, I was like, okay, no, this is The Onion. Hold on. And yeah, then, way to go, Onion. Real hilarious fucking article. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I, was like, I was like, ooh, The Onion's edgy. <laughs> Did you really think it was fake? Do you get Onion updates on your phone? Listen, like you know, I mean, I follow The Onion on Twitter. So, so I mean, yeah. they, I know. But, it was such a shock that an 87-year-old woman with pancreatic cancer who had had cancer for fucking 15 years died. But it no, is, I'm not uh, saying that. I mean, it was a, I, I'm not saying it was a shock. I'm it saying was it was an unfortunate circumstance that happened in a situation where we really can't afford that narrative. So the, I'm, that. I'm not sitting here thinking that, you know, uh, she was going to live uh, uh, forever. But I sure was crossing anything that would cross that she'd make it till at least November 5th. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I hear you 100%. And I, and I, I will also too. Also, you texted Shay first or told Shay first, and then you immediately. Oh, and then I immediately Shea told you. Because yeah. you got me before <laughs> the fucking, uh, you know, I usually get the updates, uh, you know, pot news alerts. And I'm not, I'm not kidding. I was taking a selfie of me, Evie, the, my niece and the dog, because we were all out in the sun. It was a beautiful day. And literally the selfie is of me being like, Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, well, yeah. I was literally like, "Oh, I'm taking everyone down with me. <laughs> Everyone's yeah. coming down," because it was uh, it was a gut punch, and it was a gut punch that you know that that you know you just kind of thought it was going to fucking happen. You know, just in the narrative that is Donald Trump, you think it is gonna happen because he gets every lucky break there is known to man. He is like. It, it, it does make you question the whole idea of like karma and the whole idea of like people getting their just desserts in the end because you know, this I, person I'm, is literally just like a, a dessert. But I'm hoping in the way of that is that it's just building to a point now where he's going to, I, 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 what, I implore the world to go out or the country to go out and vote in person. So that way it is such a landslide with, with, uh, with in-person voting that they can't even fucking talk about mail-in voting and uh and then he goes to jail <laughs> like i'm hoping that it all just comes crushing down on him and you know that, that's what yeah. I'm i want him to be in jail and you know he loves doing things with his uh fucking gross creepy family so i hope they all get to go to jail together and not <laughs> like a cool club med jail i want them to go well, lori lachlan got to pick hers so yeah well lori she's lachlan a queen of the 90s it. okay so, like, it was she the queen of the 90s i think that's a little much were you such a full house stand that you're like oh it's aunt jackie till the day yep. is done Yep, it was Bette um, Midler. For me, it was yeah. Bette Midler. Uh -huh. Okay, 
Uh-huh. Um, Oprah, Lori, Lori Lori, Lori Lori, and um, then um, my other favorite person from the '90s was uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. There you go. Uh, really uh, rounds it out. So um, um, before we jump into what was bad, how about you, Tony? What was? Oh, your... I was going to say I had a time too. <laughs> yeah. No, well. Thanks for tuning into the new podcast. I'm happy we've all caught up with one another and I'll yeah, uh, see I you later. Like, see I you next like, week. Remember me? I was going to say something that I did. How too. was your month, Tony? Did you yeah. have fun? You, you know, forced us upon us, by the way. I so. did. Well, see, this is the thing. Like, the Tony Sauer Show always takes September off because I, I'm not really sure why September was the time we chose, but because we actually started the show in November. So it's actually going to go into its sixth year in November. It's all very complicated, but I feel like. September's great because summer is pretty much over. So if you're going to take a trip, it's going to be less populated. Like, you know, if, if that was still the thing, you know? Um, (laughs) Did you find many crowds out there at all the hotspot vacation zones of the, you know, it's really funny because I was doing the, I was going to do the eat, pray, love trip. You know what I mean? I was going to drive across the country back to Illinois and that's what I ultimately ended up doing. It did happen. So, uh, and it was, it was, it was needed because I feel like I'm in a different place now just because I haven't taken a road trip that long by myself ever. So that was a thing. There were adversities that I had to uh, uh, overcome during the trip, which was good for me, you know? Like what? Like, well, like once I almost ran out of gas in the middle of fucking the desert, <laughs> and that was really Where- scary. Why did you not fill up correctly before you hit long stretches of the desert? Well, here's the thing. Well, I wasn't really paying too much attention to the sign that was like, hey, you're running out of time. Like, there's going to be 160 miles of Utah where you're like, nothing's happening. So and, your car was talking to you like that in the desert. Well, no, nothing was saying a thing to me. And I didn't know that in new cars that, like, by the gas gauge, it tells you how much how many miles you have left on your tank. I didn't know that. I was looking at the regular thing, gauge, and I was like, there's plenty of gas, I'll make it through. Mm -hmm. I think that by the time, I I might have had five miles left on the tank by the time I I rolled into a gas station at like 8.30 at night in the, the desert had gotten dark. Here's the thing, I definitely pulled over once and cried. Cause I was like, your first night, bitch. Your first night. Wait, first you pulled night, over. Gonna... You pulled over w- w- while I pulled you were, over for a you moment. were about b- yeah, while you were like running out of gas. Because I had to think about. Well, first I had to pee, drink a lot of water, so that was a thing. And I was just like, it was just a moment where I was like, what did you fucking do? So uh, I know, tried. To, I tried to wave to a couple people, and no one stopped. And so ultimately, my solution was drive as fast as you can until you can't. That, that's what I just drive as fast as you can can until you can't. And then when you can't, then that's when you'll start thinking about what you got to do. And uh, literally, I was going 120 miles an hour down the desert fucking uh, stretch of a highway. And at the final hour. Where, where, where in the, what state were you in? Utah. Oh, yeah. I was in Utah. And they don't like your kind. And Utah's lovely, but yeah, they're not fans. You know, although I have to say it was the nicer Motel 6 out of the ones I stayed at, so. Oh, yeah, U- Utah's a great, st- a great, beautiful state, and, you know, it's getting better um, but, when but, it comes but, to like, gay but, people. 
But the thing is, is like overall, I had a really good trip with my family. I got, well, I got to see my kid. I got to see my baby mama. So that was great. I got to hang out with Shay on her tour. She got to host me and like uh, pamper me like I deserve. Uh, so that was good. Uh, I saw a bunch of friends. I saw Lucy. I saw, I saw everyone I needed to see in Chicago. I went to Clinton. I had an amazing time. I gave myself a long ass talking to saying that I wasn't gonna, oh, I wasn't gonna fight. I wasn't gonna ruin anything. You're gonna be good. And I did. I was good. And it was great. And. Hey, did you, you, so can I ask, can I follow up on that? Like, like, nor normally if you go home you're anxious that that type of stuff is going to happen like there are going to be fights there's going to be uh quarrels well, i fundamentally disagree with everything that they do and say so <laughs> so overall i'm very judgmental and critical and the thing right. is i just told myself you're perfect so i can imagine they have no issues with you so it's just the only one direction well no um, I'm, I, I'm completely worrying the fact that i listen there was a time that i lasted seven minutes on thanksgiving and that was it and i left so uh, I was there for four days. And the thing is, is that it was just like, look, I'm not going to agree with these people regularly, but I don't see them enough. So the thing is, is I should at least give them the love that they, I feel like that they deserve from me while I'm there. So, you know, I just did, I did, I did the right things. Like I took my mom and my sister, I, I, my sister was saying that she was like my mother's Uber. So I was like, well, I'll take her around. And then Sonia like uh, hung out and we like, kept like loading mom in and out of a fucking Jeep, which was great. Like I took her out to the cemetery and like decorated her grandparents' grave. So like, you know, I did things. Tony, yeah. you almost sound like a good, dare I say, son. What a world. Listen, listen, it was like, it was like, look, I had an out at every moment. I had a vehicle, you know what I mean? That's how you do it. That's how you make your, cause like I, I did hang that over their heads. I was like, oh, no gas, but you did have a mirror. mirror. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I didn't leave at any moment. I didn't leave at any moment. I fucking realized the word I got over, you know? But like, and there were, I mean, there were moments where I obviously pushed it with my mom, mom a little bit. They're very, here's the thing. I do believe that my mother who voted for Trump in 2016 is over Donald Trump. <laughs> I think that she thinks that he's more like I, I think that she's she's aware of immaturity and she sees it in the situation. However, my mother is grossly misinformed on lots of things, and her and her husband love a conspiracy. Like it, it and there were moments where I'm just like I, I had to be like, what you think, what you're saying to me is just untrue. Like the things that you're saying, and here's my thing about like, and we can dive into things now because. Driving across country, in 2016, I feel like there was a fanaticism when it came to Trump. You know, you saw a lot of Trump signs, you know what I mean? Now, I saw Trump signs. I'm not saying I didn't see Trump signs. But I didn't see the urgency of Trump signs that you saw when, in 2016. And did I see a lot of hair, uh, Biden Harris signs? No, maybe four. <laughs> four the whole way. Well but I do feel like across the country, just, just by observing it, that perhaps people are fed up with Trump. And so- Was there anyone in your orbit from home who you know voted for Trump who has now declared that they will not? I mean, my mother didn't say that she would not, but I feel like, honestly, I was like, I'd be, I'd be fine if you stayed home. You know, you know the thing that fucking sucks about this so much about just our current times and our Trump times. And I was thinking this too. It's like, 
I really do like, I determine the way that I feel about people in my life based on this. And I hate that because it shouldn't, it shouldn't be who you vote for, but he is imbued, well, but he is imbued, like he has imbued every inch of our life and society and existence right now, especially in this country, but even around the fucking world with just like with poison, with a poison. And so if you buy into that, I'm just like, how can I like, you know, I'm not supposed to talk about it with family members of mine. And it's like, well, then we better not hang out because I don't know. And, how see, to no, and I'm fucking it. over that. I'm over that narrative too. First of all, how dare you tell me I can't talk about it with people who are supposed to love me. And, and see, this is the thing. Like when I was in Clinton, remember before I left, I was like, I'm, I'm going to go make a, a case for Biden. That's yeah. literally what I did. Like in any situation that I was, I was always like, well, you know, Trump's a big idiot. So let's hope that Biden in any situation that I was. And honestly, it was a situation. Here's the thing. I feel like, I feel like my brother, did I tell you the, the finger emoji about my brother, like the, the, the text chain that he and I, so my brother and my cousin, Venice and I have uh, a text, a group text. And at one point we were discussing something and he gave me the thumbs up, right? But it was like the whitest thumb that you can pick. It wasn't even the cartoon yellow Homer Simpson acceptable thumb. You know what I mean? Like he literally went and picked the white thumb. And I was like, I'm going to need you to brown up that thumb, baby. <laughs> I'm going to need you. Um, that actually sounds gross. Uh, <laughs> okay, calm down. Brown that thumb. Brown that thumb, thumb up. You know what I mean. Brown it up. Uh, and, and, so, <laughs> and so, uh, and, and we were out to eat. And I was actually one of my cousins. It kind of like, it was kind of some brown mouths who were talking about Trump and how like Trump was going to win. And I was like, you know, y'all need to stop talking that shit first and foremost. Like you can't be, I know that you live amongst them, but that doesn't mean you have to assimilate to them. Like, well, I don't think brown thumb emojis, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I think it's the opposite of racism to be like, you know, brown people are dumb too, you know? <laughs> like, but brown people are dumb too. And that's a thing too. And, 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 you know, and people want to talk about, and it, it, it especially upsets me when I see Mexicans. Um, yeah, it's because, because, it's because Mexicans, Mexicans and South Americans and anyone south of Mexico are being like, they're getting forced hysterectomies, you know what I mean? So like we're sterilizing them in this country and it's like, it's like, there's always that, there's always that vendetta between Mexicans and Puerto Ricans or uh, Mexicans and Cubans or whatever, because you know, they can, they, they can come into the country. They don't have to like jump fences or swim rivers, you know? So there's always that. So that's kind of like where I'm like, okay, I give them a pass for being conservative because I'm like, well, they're basically fucking Americans here. Oh, well. Cuban, yeah, well, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but then when, it, when, it's, when it's Mexican people who are saying shit like that or being pro-Trump, I'm just like, he's literally out to get you all specifically. Like, he's well, like rapists and whatever. Like, he's out to get you but, but specifically. I, <laughs> I agree. And I, but I do think that, like, the, the thing about Trump that is his, like, you know, magic potion for dum-dums is that he is the embodiment of the worst of the American dream. And if you come to America, you come for the American dream. And then if you have like impulses, like, you know, anyone can be a fucking, anyone can be greedy. Anyone can, can, can fucking love twiddling people who they shouldn't be twiddling. Anyone can love fucking, 
uh, power and want all the things. But, you know, you have this person who is the epitome of American id, and it's all like me, me, me all the time, that that is appealing. It's appealing to people, you know? And like, that's why, that's why they were like, I think we can shore up the rapper vote because the rapper should who talk a lot about golden bitches. And you know what? Trump loves golden bitches. And I think, you know, he also, if he wasn't so, um, I don't know, what's the word, uh, a raging white supremacist, then maybe he would actually have a shot at po poaching some people. I mean, that's the nuts thing about this guy. The insane thing, the motherfucking insane thing about this motherfucking monster is that if he moderated his shit a little bit, He'd be king. He'd be king of America for six more fucking decades. I mean, he's, he's just dead. too dumb to be a dictator. It's, like that's like that's all the thing. He like, literally has to do is say in the debate. All he had to do is say, "I condemn white supremacy." I know I, there are people in my fucking family who are probably going to vote for him anyway. But all they needed to hear was that, because the only thing is like, well, we don't like his rhetoric. You know. But did you like, hear Rick, uh, Rick Santorum on some news outlet who was like, "Trump will never uh, disparage people who support him." when it comes to white supremacy. And okay. and, and that's the thing. It's true. Because if you that, like Trump, that's, you're a good person. If you like that's Trump, his you're base. a good person. All he has is his base. You know what I mean? Like, well, well let's, let's dive into the fucking debates because honestly, it's being painted as the uh, a stain on American history. It was the worst debate known. And honestly, I feel like it was a perfectly telling debate, I think is exactly what we knew it was going to be. Did we forget what he did to Hillary uh, back, back in 2016? Like, like what, 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 if he had done that to Hillary, he would have lost because the, like what he did with Hillary, he let Hillary speak, you know, and he just refuted her and he had some snide comments because that's how he felt. I mean, he always kind of called her wrong. No, but he, he, didn't, wrong. he didn't, he, there was, he didn't steamroll the entire fucking thing the way that he did now. And that, that, like you know when when you're the when you're the upstart fucking um you know come from behind whatever the challenger or whatever you can like you can get away with not playing by the rules but when you're the president of the united states and you're acting like a fucking petulant teenager which is not new to us or anything like that but it's like it still is jarring when it's on when it happens in a way that it hasn't happened before and in a venue like like you know, the, the debates in this form have been around since 1960. It's not some like venerable tradition that like started with the constitution. That being said, when you have the leader of the free world and the person running to be the leader of the free world engaging with each other through a series of ideas so America can choose, like that goes back to the beginning, you know? Like that goes back to the beginning. And to have it be so, um, such a, you know, such a, a disgraceful teenage rant uh, not even a fucking child baby rant, but the, but it's like it like that's why I mean that's why I, w whether they have more or not I'm like I just feel like from an institution standpoint the American presidency shouldn't be fucking subjected to that shit anymore. Seventy three you know? million people watch that debate, and the thing is, is, Trump will always look at that as good ratings for Trump. Like sure. he's delusional, he's narcissistic. He will always he is on Twitter uh, touting victory. Uh, on yeah. and the thing is, is what he look here. Here's here's what angers me, and is always going to anger me because we uh, live under the blue liberal tent, and where you know uh, the umbrella is, is the umbrella is huge, and we all have opinions. But you know, um, the, the 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 Biden critics who are like, oh, he looks shaky. Like Chris Christie wanted to come out and be like, oh, he couldn't. Uh, 
<clears throat> he would stop midway uh, into a sentence. And I was like, because he was being interrupted. What we saw when it came to Biden was an old white man who's used to having debates, you know, back and yeah. forth, this like the discussion, this, you know, hey, let's give and take yes and and, you know, like, right. uh, you know, politics. And what he was given was an idiot who has no information outside of the yes men who are feeding him stuff. And, no. uh, and, and as a result, let's not forget, Biden has overcome a very bad stutter. So yeah, you stop a minute and you tell a fucking clown to shut up. You know what yeah, I mean? I mean, any, anyone, anyone who is looking at that and being like, Biden looked terrible, you're clearly a uh, partisan and you need to be drowned in a bathtub. I think like the, the like you, you can be like, Biden isn't still, like I wish Biden had more use of his facilities. I wish Biden was Obama. I wish, you know, Biden was Bernie. You can want all of those things. But for anyone to stand up against that onslaught of insanity and to just get in what he did, and Biden did not lose, you know, there are moments where he's flustered, but how could you not be flustered in, in that scenario? And I think he actually, I, I, hold on. And, and I think at no point did he like, did he um, look scared at no point? The, 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 the looks he gave, I thought were great. He was just like, it was, it was incredulous. It was like how, and to a certain extent, it's like, you know, I mean, I know Biden was the vice president and not the president, and he was a senator, and everyone's got issues with his 47 years of experience, but also he's just like, I, it's not that I deserve respect, it's that I have respect for this whole fucking process, and if you don't want to have respect for this process, you know, vote for Trump, if you hate the whole thing, that's fine, but like, I do kind of like that we have a guy who's like, there's still a reason that we need to pretend, you know, like, we need to fucking pretend because this is about to be completely, this country is about to be completely fucking changed. What like we saw, what we saw in Biden was a man who was realizing, oh my God, this guy is a fucking petulant moron. Like literally realizing that in real time. And, and then like, you can, here's the thing. Yes, you could see Biden getting caught up into the stupidity because he's like, fucking for real but what we saw from biden and what we never saw from trump was biden remembered no to the camera to the american people and that was like i i was i paid attention every time he remembered this isn't about oh that's crappy this isn't about trump this is about you well, I, I never saw that once from trump I, well no because he doesn't care i mean i love that he he said you know and this is after so I think that, you know, the two, the two takeaways, the two points that were the grossest of the gross, because it was all fucking disgusting, but was, of course, the proud boy, stand by, stand down, stand down, stand by moment. And I mean, whatever, you know, like, shocker, he supports white supremacists. But, but I want but I want to make another point first, was the point when Biden was talking about Bo Biden. And using it to, you know, attack Trump righteously on the point of, you know, you called, um, people who got, you know, you call troops losers and fucking idiots or whatever you call them. And without missing a fucking beat, Trump was like, uh, you talking about Hunter? You fucking million dollar Hunter? So like this, that moment of petulance to go from, without even a moment of like any sort of respect, he has no respect for anything or anyone, anyone in the, in, into the family thing. Biden, and I wanna know your opinion on this, you know, everyone 
with a fucking, you know, mouth and a brain and a heart wants to turn it to Trump and be like, what about your fucking dirty, rotten skunk kids, you motherfucker? And your fucking everyone you associate in your fucking family. The only good one is Mary, and she's a fucking rat too, you know? Like, that's like, like, that's what, you know? <laughs> like, that's, that's what you want to do. But instead, he was like, you know what? You're... If you want to talk about family, we can talk about family. But this isn't about your family or my family. It's about the American people's family. And I just thought that was a moment where it's like, how can you move, you watch that moment and be like, nah, I'm going to go with the other guy. Here, <laughs> here's, what, here's, what, uh, here's, here's what I hope wasn't lost. Um, and so I got in a little bit of hot water on uh, Twitter because, you know, I hate McConnell. Uh, and I tweeted about uh, Kentucky, and I said that I hope that Kentucky gets out of the, I hope, like, Kentucky can do better than Mitch McConnell. <clears throat> I hope that they get out of their opiate haze before uh, November 3rd uh, and realize that. And someone was like, how dare you come? I'm, I'll never let someone who's not from Kentucky talk shit about Kentucky. Uh, <clears throat> uh, drug use is, is, uh, is, is focused on the poor and um and i'm like i'm not disputing any of this but i'm also like not apologizing for what i said because i'm from illinois central illinois and the thing is is in, in central illinois they're fucking doing meth and heroin like yeah. that's a that's a gross combination and i don't think it's just the poor that are fucking doing it and and here's what we got out of biden after trump was trying to be like oh yeah cocaine your son Biden said, you know what? Like most families out there, my son is, is, trying, is beating addiction. You know what I mean? And that is the thing. When I talk about opiate hazelnut, listen, I know drug addicts. I know people who died from drug overdoses. And I know that those people vote against their fucking needs. You know what I mean? So it's, I mean, like, it's, it's like no matter what you do, if they vote at all. So... What, what, what hopefully happened was Biden's comments struck the parents of these addicts, the siblings of these addicts, the loved ones of these addicts, um, to show that literally the president in the United States right now will currently call out your fucking loved one's addictions if it's going to get him ahead in the polls. Yeah, of course. I mean, he thinks, I mean, let's be real. If, if you die of op opiates, he thinks you're a loser. You know, like, I mean, you know, he doesn't touch booze and alcohol because it's weak shit, you know? So like um, his brother was weak because he was an alcoholic, you know, like that's the way that Trump views um, people. He views people as either like him or his fucking dirty skunk, rotten fucking filth children or, um, you know, everyone else is weak. But and at I this think, point, hold on, hold on. I, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. The, um, the couple of things about that one if you ever want to uh shit talk kentucky and someone's like you can't talk about kentucky i'm not from it just be like have fritz oh i already did i retweeted fritz i retweeted fritz i was like i literally retweeted fritz because he said something about kentucky and being like fuck mcconnell and i was like i was like fine if i can't say it my favorite kentuckian can so i'm all fritz you're James a, you're, Fritz, you're a country you. prophet, and I love every, everything about you. He came, um, he, came, he came in in a pinch, for sure. I was like, thanks, baby. <laughs> um, and I, I also, you know, think that I would imagine if you're on opioids and you listen to Trump, you're like, that sounds good. So there's that. And then the other thing is that we have um, – we. We, oh, you're talking about people watching that and being like, I don't 
who who's watching that trying to make a decision i really think 73 million people watched it to scream at the television i'm so over and just oh yeah those listen we were watching to see him melt down and he delivered like his yeah. his delusion that he won and, and here's the thing trump family is on the table like as far as i'm concerned we can talk about the fact that he uh he's probably distracted wow. every time he sees his daughter walking in a short skirt you know, the fact wow. that like when, when we saw the ending, uh, when uh, uh, Dr. Jill and fucking uh, Biden hugged and embraced and like loved each other. And then the robot went up and just stood next to the fucking president. And I was like, this is wrong. There was an op-ed, I think. And it was like, there's no fucking, there's no kids in the White House. There's no animals in the White House. Like there's, there's no, there's no warmth in that White House at Imagine all. Imagine a guy who's never had a dog or a cat or a fucking animal, you know? The only animal that he has ever had is the gerbil that lives in his asshole. And I think, <laughs> um, uh, and it's been there since 1984. Uh, I think that um, with uh, the, oh yeah, what I'm waiting for and excited about is, uh, the Kamala Pence debate because she can attack everything about him. And Pence, like the only, you know, Trump and all these fucking skunk ideas the Republicans have, the only reason they're winning in this country is because Trump is a fucking piece of shit mercenary who says everything and anything that people want. Pence plays by the rules and no one wants a fucking ghost fucking uh, like abortion hating fucking like you know science denying uh fucking creepo to play by the rules and say no i really do think taxes are the most important no one that doesn't win trump won because of the bombast and so after then they are i think kind of <clears throat> fucked you know they win they, they, they that's what mcconnell knows that too that's why he's doing all this mcconnell shit because he's like we as skeletons cannot tame the people and i think that they're I Fuck think. as a result of that. So, well, but so we're gonna watch Pence try to play the game for the future, and I just really think Kamala is gonna just fucking destroy him. You know? I feel like there will be a moment where uh, Pence will try to channel a, a Trump moment, and it will come off looking pathetic, and pathetic. and and that's what I'm ready for. Because like the thing is, it's like we're not gonna get politics from a debate with Donald Trump. Donald Trump doesn't know about politics. He doesn't have a clue about anything. What we, yeah. we will get politics out of Pence and Kamala. And, and in a and, big way, it's it's a 2024. You know, that's the the most likely 2024 matchup at this point is also Kamala versus Pence. So it's going to be interesting to see how they go at each other. I want Pence's P tape to come out with him pissing on Lady G. I want well, Pence I to be a PP on Lady Gigi. Oh, wow. yeah, this, place, this place, this this presidential palace is called the presidential palace because those first two letters start with PP. <laughs> it's a whiz palace. Um, uh, we did it, right? We did it. We, we're good, right? We did an episode. We went over. We, we you know, we don't. We want to stay at thirty minutes. Cancel it. Cancel mm -hmm. it. Shut it down. Shut it down. You've lost your ability to time things, Tony. Go back to <laughs> Illinois, you fucking. I think you son. were in the middle of a point that I was like, well, it'll take her a while to get through it. So I might as well. I was very stop. concise. <laughs> we are back. Are you doing anything of any interest? No. Uh, yeah. I um, I will say I, I'm actually. Um, 
doing uh, – I'm coming back to L.A. next week. How about that? We'll just say that. I'm coming back to L.A. next week. I don't believe Eventually. it when I see it. How about that? Yeah, same, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> same, bro. But uh, this whole fucking brother-servant day is over. I love my family. Love everything about everyone. But can't wait to go back to choosing to be a gay single. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, tell people your social media. Casey, lie, L-E-Y, Google me. Fucking send me Venmo money, Casey hyphen L-E-Y. Um, uh, Instagram, Casey, L-E-Y, whatever, you know. If you don't know, then why the fuck are you here, bro? Uh, if you like the Gay Power Half Hour, please go to our iTunes page and subscribe, rate it, leave us a comment about how much you love it and why. Um, uh, guys, Tune into Learn the Words Bitch on October 5th at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on the Zoom app, hosted by yours truly, Silver Lake Icon Tony Soto. Our guest judges are Meatball and PJ Queen from Dragula Season 1. Uh, all you do is follow the Learn the Words Bitch on Instagram at Learn the Words Bitch for details. I'm the Tony Soto Show on literally everything. Oh, the Tony Soto Show is back again next week. and. Just gonna let you know, we have All-Stars season five, top three. That's right, we have Cracker, we have Jujubee, and we have Miss Shea Goulet on our premiere of the Tony Soto Show. Tune in next can week. Can I be on that one? You cannot. Um, until next week, everybody. Bye. Bye, I hope your liver gets better, Tony. My liver, oh. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>